The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. Let's get bitchless. We actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that tiara in t- until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan. Oi. Shut up, Nathan. Just walk in here and I can't do anything right. No, I'm totally kidding. You're welcome. I know. I know. Thank you for my coffee, by the way. You're welcome. Too bad we can't have it in the booth. <laughs> you don't need it. I know. I, I never need coffee. Like, I do live on coffee, though, I gotta say. Although, I was telling them earlier that, like, so I just started taking my vitamins again because I realize I give them to my children all the time and I matter, too. And you're supposed to take three of them and after I choke them down because there's this, like, weird smell, I feel like I might be a crack baby. Like, I'm 100% on cocaine. Like, what is in my vitamins? <laughs> like, I literally feel like I could get up and, like, dance on the table. Please don't. And and not like I did in college. We're going back to her Vegas wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they, I didn't dance on the table in my Vegas wedding. But I got to tell you, I, you know, this table is drawing my name with those vitamins. <laughs> so anyway, on that topic, I am very excited to share with you who I have in the studio with us besides Nathan, my boyfriend. Um, we have Paula Morero of Morero Events. She is, yay, <laughs> go Paula. Paula is not only one of my truly favorite people on the whole planet, but she is a gifted gifted planner I've her events are exquisite her brides and grooms I mean everyone just raves about Paula and there's really good reason why um and I and and so anyway and then in case I forgot because my vitamins you know you're listening to the bitchless bride podcast so sorry I <laughs> I went right into the vitamin hey, kick what's your name Oh, I'm Debbie. I'm Deb Francesco. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I should turn the floor over because I'm like hyper bananas today. Um, but as I was saying about Paula, she is truly one of my favorite planners, not only to work with from any sort of standpoint. I've been on the other side uh, when I was working at a hotel and got to had the opportunity to work with Paula or if I've worked with Paula where we've Bitchless Bride has joined forces with Paula Marrero events. We've really been successful in creating, I'd say, what really feels like the dream team. And Thank I know you. it's true. And it's nice that I've worked with both you and Nathan. Absolutely. So I feel like I'm in... Um celebrity presence here so well, thank you for having me yeah you're no you're no truly you you i i really am so happy that you're here well, thank you i'm glad to be here and i'm yes. excited to be part of this this is going to be a big deal and i'm happy to be on the starting shows you're building it with me baby you're building <laughs> it with me that's what we that's what we do right so oh i i was told i can't say that i right because it just be yourself I, I know. Oh yeah. Let's Sorry, see that. Erica. Well, I know you're listening to me. My, oh, Erica told Erica me. told me that. <laughs> One of my best friends told me she really liked the podcast, but when I say right, I sound stupid. She said it sounds fun, like when we're having a one-on-one conversation. <laughs> but when I say right on the air, she's like, "You sound like yeah, so cuckoo." You have to sound smart. I gotta sound smarter. Okay, I'll, I'll work on. I don't think you should censor yourself. <laughs> like, <that> is, <laughs> why start now? <laughs> why, why start now? There's a lot of making up to do. Maybe that's what happens. <laughs> You try to sound smart and it comes out and, dumb. And then it comes out, right? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, Erica's cringing 100%. She, <laughs> she told me it's cringe regularly. But anyway, so uh, the reason I wanted to have Paula on the show today is truly because 
you know, as, as somebody who's recently engaged or if you're in the midst of your process, you, Bridie, need help. And Paula is truly one of the best educators that I know. She is well-spoken. She's eloquent. But she's also been in the industry for how many years now? 12 years. 12 years. So, I mean, I can honestly tell you she has expert status. She's won Best of Boston eight times, which actually puts her in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes, it does. And Thank and, you, Nat. Yep. <laughs> It's perfect. No, but you, it's well deserved. I mean, those those awards come with hard work and dedication to the job and the grind. And I can't think of anyone better to help me educate brides who, like I said, are in different processes and are, you know, if they're just getting started, if they're in the midst and where they're going. But the other side of that is, is we've all learned there's a lot of bad information and bad education, if you will, out there. So I think we just wanted to set the story straight. And and truly, because if you Google, you know, Bridie, if you're looking to hire an event planner, there's a lot of ways you can go about doing it and going about finding the right one for you. But there's also a lot of really bad information mm -hmm. and stupid questions out there, too. So Paula and I and Nathan want to share with you the right way to do certain things and to really like, why don't you start us? Will you walk us through like how brides find you and some yeah. of the questions they ask you? No, absolutely. And I think paramount to uh, mention right off the bat is you, what I have said for years is you don't know what you don't know. People think they right. do. They may have siblings who got married. Parents may have friends who had other children get married. But I, I think the the biggest uh, misconception in this industry is that you do what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get engaged. You're supposed to hire vendors. And it all just sort of magically happens through um, whether it's most it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure how it happens but the way that things are executed and this has always been sort of my my whole objective is to educate and empower um, clients whether it's the couple whether it's the parents of the the couple parents of the bride or groom and just to empower them to make the right decisions because everyone um, in this industry they they've got their own objectives so we don't really have an objective the only objective we ever go in with is to have a flawless execution of the wedding weekend and so when people to answer your question when people will call us they'll call and they'll say hi you know we don't know what to ask <laughs> you know, that's what they'll do Help. I'll answer the phone or we'll get an email which is very common these days but on the rare occasion someone will call our office they'll call and they're like hi and I'm like, uh. hello? <laughs> like, did you just get engaged? Yes. Do yes. you not want know what to ask? Yes. Okay. We'll take Head it from lights. there. And it's, yeah. Headlights. It's very common. <laughs> so then I'll ask a few questions, put them at ease. And I think that's what we really specialize in because I think they're, they're very afraid sometimes when you call a planner. They're, they're, in, they're intimidated. They're, they don't know what to ask. So I'll start to ask them a few questions, find out where they are because everyone's in a different that's true. place. That's really depends on where you're at with your venue. Venue makes makes a huge difference. Um, and we'll sort of lead them from there. That's how you determine. There's no two that are ever the same. Everyone needs something different, but everyone can benefit from a know, the planner. assistance of a professional planner. Well, and I think the one thing, and, and we've talked about this millions of times with a cocktail and without, <laughs> but truly, I mean, we hire professionals for a lot of other aspects. We talked a little bit, that, a little bit about this a few weeks ago, and there's a lot of static around hiring a planner. Like it's it costs a lot of money, um, but you know I think I've mentioned too. Really, it's about your time and steering you in the right yep. direction, yep. so that you don't waste your time, so that you're not spinning your wheels. And I, 
I think that brides and grooms kind of forget about it and they want to wing it a little bit and mm-hmm. then they call you when they're like, oh my God, I can't wing this. I can't they call do, us I can't when there's this. problems or the, the smart ones call us at the very beginning. And I think that people are afraid that certain planners will take over. And it will become their wedding, but you know, I've already been there, so <laughs> I don't. I don't need to plan my own. Our job is to plan yours, and you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's it's. And Paul, you have a couple different. You have different options for brides and grooms out there. You can from full planning to where we've worked together, exactly. and you're helping. You so know, we do save. have we have full and we have partial, and um, what partial. will happen a lot of times we've limited the partial a lot because what we find is we'll get that call. We just got engaged. We don't know if we really want a planner. We don't know if you fit into the budget. Oh, that is the and worst question. I am want. very proud to say that we designed our pricing to fit within the budgets. Um, and we, we really, really try to save the, the family the amount of our budget, the amount of our fee, if not more. And that was our design. Our design was not to be a super luxury. Um, and I honestly have can't remember one client who's ever not said that they felt they that we exceeded their their fee i like the way you presented that but that's, that's the way i honestly designed no, it but it's but it's so true i mean we'll save you what you would have yeah. spent anyway and you so know what why it not usually happens in the first month once we're reviewing things which is why we like to start in the beginning if it happens in the first month once we start reviewing where are you which is why we frown upon it's uh, people will call and say we want you for we plan the whole wedding but we want you for five hours on the day of but what happens is we start analyzing everything and we realize there's a lot to fix there and we could have saved you so much more because you know everyone like i said earlier everyone's got an objective our objective is just you yeah and and maximizing your budget empowering you to make all the right decisions so and well, being in the yeah. industry for 12 years, you also have the connections have with connections. the vendors and the, the yeah. venues. Yeah, it, it, we try. I mean, we're all on the same team. And I think that, you know, sometimes people are afraid of, you know, they're, they're, they're skeptical. It's a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, you know, when else do you spend this type of money unless you're buying <laughs> a house? It's crazy. But you know what, though? But that's a good point, because then when you're buying a house, you have the down payment. Yeah. And a lot of times you're giving up one for the other yeah. to, to have a wedding. OK, then we'll save a little bit more yeah. for a few years after. Yeah. And it is a very big decision. And I think what bothers me about a lot of the information out there, aside from it mostly being bullshit, is that. Like, well, look at some of these questions are just so stupid. It's it's like when when you when you Google online and you, you what are the questions I should ask? Like getting to know your planner. Fine. Like you, I think Bridie, the biggest point that we can get across are, t- are two things really. It's gut feeling, a hundred percent. Like your yes. your gut will absolutely know. It's kind of like how you knew about your together. You you know when you have a winner and you know when you're not going to mesh with somebody. But, I mean, there's there's questions out there like, how do you rate your communication skills? Really? Like, <laughs> why are we asking that? Why, this, like, right. Right, that? It should be like, how do you like to communicate? Because things... Yeah. Things have changed. And that ch- yeah, that's evolved a lot. That's evolved a lot. I get text messages all the time. And sometimes sometimes they're when I'm in a tasting with another bride and groom. Yeah. And I can't get back to you. And I feel like people on text, because they know we always have our phone with us, yeah. that they think that, oh, why hasn't she gotten back to me? It's been three hours. Well, it's, I've been in a tasting. Then I had to drive home. And then I, you know, I had eight other emails. And just almost to respectfully say, like, well, we're working with a few other brides and grooms or grooms and grooms or brides right. and brides. And... 
you know, we, we have to prioritize just like you do with your job. Yeah. Um, so I think the etiquette there. So instead of saying, like, how well would you rate your communication skills? Like, what are your communication skills? How do you like to communicate? Plus, who's to say what their communication skills Ugh. are? Maybe they're a terrible communicator. We exactly. get some that are really bad. <laughs> so I've tried for years. You try to mirror your client. Yes. And if they're really face bad. For the faces you meet. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. I'm I'm. I'm not the um, the right planner if all you want to do is text, so I feel like I'm sort of um, a little old school in that, but I travel all over, and I hear at every single conference that texting, that the brides want to text. That's I don't love true. it because, it, you know, you're right, texting comes anytime, and I, I always tell them, I want, you'll want, you know, my attention fully when I'm with you for your wedding weekend. We shut ourselves off from Thursday of the, the wedding weekend off. We try never to speak to other clients during that time, and you have to respect that because you wouldn't want that yeah. on your yeah, wedding. Because you're, yeah, exactly, because you are going to have that on your wedding. Right. And, and I think that gets lost. I think, too, you know, if you want to talk about communication and you're looking to hire a planner, you also have to think, and you said there's a lot of bad communicators out there. And, I mean, sometimes that's just how people are built. And I think from the bride perspective or the groom perspective, you have to think about, okay, I've, I've woken up to six emails before that could have been consolidated into one. And I seriously had to like color coordinate the different emails. I copied and pasted and be like, from your email at 6.42 a.m. to like, seriously, <laughs> just to make organized. sure. Well, I can't. Oh, my God. I love a good. Ask Nathan. My emails, he would see them. They they were rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved it somewhere over the rainbow with my emails. And I just like, I couldn't even handle it. But it's, it's truly, it's almost so, it, you risk getting details lost when you communicate in, in stream of thought. And Absolutely. I, and well, I th- but, but, and, and I agree and, and disagree with my business is the bride and their yep. family and the groom and their family. And however you need to communicate and however you need to feel better and to make yourself stress free on that weekend is how you need to do it. And it's our job to kind of manipulate that and figure that out. And so rainbow away. <laughs> no, but I no, but I do like that. And I, but it's smart. And like, you have to know. I also think the brides have to remember that you're kind of interviewing them, too. Absolutely. Because we we get really wrapped up in if we're going to be the right one. But I think with experience comes, well, I don't know that we're going to be a right fit. So when and I refer you to one of my colleagues yeah. who either has a, you know, the date available, first yeah. of all, or if they a personality that would yeah. better mesh than mine. <laughs> you're, we say that on every phone call. Every consult that we do, I say to them, as much as you're checking me out, I'm checking you out too. Because if it's not a good stand fit, back, bitches. No one. <laughs> I say it in a different way, but I think I get the point across. You're working together for for quite but some it's, time. Yeah, it's true. You you go through. We go through a lot together. It's not always sunshine and roses. In fact, no. it very rarely is. And you have to. We have it's to not? understand each other. Unicorns and nope, champagne. Not always, well. Champagne's Champagne's part of it. Part of it. It Makes things better. (laughs) But now you really have to. Dave, can you bring that in there? (laughs) (laughs) Did you just pee in a cup? (laughs) I didn't hear the pop of the champagne. I heard the pee. (laughs) No, but you know that that is true. And and honestly, a lot of people ask me why I started Bitchless Bride, and it came from years of just being an observer and a participant. But it also, there was like, I had a catalyst. I had a bride who I worked with for 16 months, who I never should have worked with. Mm-hmm. And my producer's looking at me like, what the bloody fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she. I'm sorry. Is that what that face that, was? Never, <laughs> Is that what that meant? I've never actually heard that expression before. <laughs> I make shit up all the time. <laughs> 
No, but she, she, oh my God, I almost said her name, but I won't because I'm classier than that. But she was a referral from, I actually did a, a sibling of hers. I did their wedding and I, she was great. But I think my red flags went off kind of immediately when we started talking about something and she said, I don't have a lot of female friends. And I was like, I, heard, I felt like the red flag, like growing, like the hairs on the back of my neck, like, oh, because I, I do, you know, and, and I think that I work well with others who have, like, I consider a lot of my girlfriends and, and people in my life and like Nathan, even like, like my family. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a lot of girlfriends in your life, to me, that speaks volumes. And I should, I mean, I was younger in my career, honestly. And but that's how we learn. Too. Yeah, that it is how we learn. And it was, and it was really hard. She was. You know what it was? She was very hot and cold. There'd be times when I actually, um, I made her cupcakes because in my last life I was a baker and I, for uh, Christmas we were meeting and we were having cocktails and I brought her like a, like a dozen red velvet cupcakes and I made them all pretty and it was, you know, it was nice. And That's we were so kind. It was, honestly, it was really kind and no, I'm kidding. Um, but I'm really sorry to all my clients through the years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that so I could eat like three of them. Right. Right. So it was, it was kind of selfish. But no, I brought her the cupcakes and, you know, and, and she's like, oh my God, can you make my cake too? And I said, listen, I said, I can't be both players on that That's day. Right. So you, I, I have to steer you in the other direction, but kind of pick a personality and stick with it was what I needed. And I said, listen, if you want me to bake your cake, then I, ca I cannot be your wedding planner. Right. It's just too much, but it's too bad because we really started out, you know, I ignored some of the red flags. I ignored some of the, what, the, the warning signs that, you know, I think that when I look back now, I just, I would not have taken it. I would not have... It was there was it wasn't even the money. I mean, it was good money, but it was not worth it in the end for the toll it took on me mentally. If you go back in my archives of Bitchless Bride, you can see that one of my posts was it was like it's been nine days since I've been used. <laughs> like it just it was just a horrid experience. So, Bridie, I think you have to really listen too. So if you're sitting down and you're interviewing the planners, you know what? Fuck what the questions say. How do you feel about yeah. this person? Can you yeah. see yourself? I mean, you are going to share so much about your life, about yeah. your skeletons in your closet, about, you know, if you're worried about your weight, if you're worried about your your sig other and cheating. I mean, we've kind of heard it all. So a wedding planner is going to be your confidant, essentially. And then we will absolutely go away after your wedding if you want us to. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you do but want us to because we know too much. But <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. No, but you know what? I they just want you to go away. They want you to go away because I'm a vault. I know I'm a loud yeah, mouth. No, it's a good but point. But I'm a, I'm a killer secret keeper because, you know, I think that a lot of what we know about some couples or one part of the couple yep. could destroy them and and they want us to go away they we know about the family dynamics we know about the budget we know if they're you know faithful to their together we know a lot and and it's sometimes it's easier for us to go away so i think from where we sit and what paul has been saying what nathan says it's really important that you feel like you can work with this person and that you can be honest with them you know if paula were to present something to the client and she didn't like it don't yes, Paula. Just say, no, right. that's not it. This this isn't what I want. Like let's keep searching for the right yep. you know, centerpiece or you're whatever right. venue. You're not you know it's it's not about us. And it, when to to add to your point earlier, it's so important. What we say when we introduce we're really, really good at pairing uh, vendors with clients. The right ones. Good, matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on, Maybe Dave. not to find each other, but <laughs> for the vendors anyway, we really specialize in that. And what I tell them all the time 
look for normalcy. Look for what you relate to. You might be weird, but they might be weird. So maybe it's a really good it's connection. A weird connection. There's a lot of talent out there. It doesn't just because they were voted, um, you know, best at this, best at that, doesn't mean they're the best for you. Oh, so that's it's okay. really, really important that you go with your gut. Ooh, that's I've a- had that happen a lot. I've had a lot of clients say, oh, I need such and such photographer because I heard they're the best. They're not the best. You're getting married at a really dark venue. They don't shoot well in the dark. Yep. The personalities do not align with yours. And it's that, that it, the whole point of the wedding is to ease your stresses. And none of the stress comes from the wedding itself. I've said it for years. The stress comes from family dynamics. See? <laughs> see, there, there it is. But the stress comes from... Oh, see, well, I was delayed. <laughs> oh, my God, I could totally sing. That's so you. This is so me. <laughs> Please don't. I won't. No, I won't. thank you. I'm getting on the table with those vitamins. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but you're right. It's it, it. A lot of this comes down to finding... You know, I think... And this is what kind of kills me. A lot of the the literature out there of hiring the planners is like, well, if they're suggesting certain vendors, they're getting a kickback. Nope. And we're like, no, we're not fucking no. getting a kickback. Some definitely do, and that's I mean, their some deal, do. and there's nothing wrong with that. We choose not to. Well, guys, this is how we make a living. So yeah. sometimes there's a kickback, and sometimes there's a, some sort of, you know, initiative right. for us. But, but truly, it comes down to who do... I as the wedding planner want to work with too that would who after meeting you Bridie and feeling like this is going to work with your personality and everything Paula just mentioned we we the best I think I mentioned dream team earlier and I think the best weddings are the ones where you have an amazing bride and groom or groom and groom or bride and bride and then you have the amazing team that made it all happen. Mm-hmm. Like a, a few weekends ago, I sat down with the vendors and we all had like a family meal together. And it was it was yeah. amazing. And like, those are the best. It, oh, yeah, my God. Best. It, it really was. And like we had like the, the coolest DJ. I actually hadn't worked with him, but he actually sounded like he could be in a club because he was mixing so well. I, I can honestly say it was it was very cool. And the photographer was awesome. We were just swapping stories and the cater sat down with us. And so it was very warm. And the wedding itself is also very warm. So when 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 the stars align or when we make them align <laughs> that is kind of That's what a you're good analogy it's true we make the stars align for your wedding day i mean period the end it it when you come to a wedding planner you know it it really helps so that everything is there's a warmth there yeah. and it's and you know you might be lining our pockets with some of the vendors who will you know throw us a gift card but honestly the money isn't worth it if you don't like them so it's it's yeah, like if you right. don't like them at the end of the day, that that kickback is never going to be worth the wrath of you. Like it just isn't. No, and and like you, I I tell it the way it is, a little bit differently, maybe with a few less f bombs, <laughs> a little cleaner. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's that's we're looking out for you, and I think that's how we've sort of earned our reputation. I'm not, I'm I'm very easy as long as I'm on your side, and as long as you're a vendor, and <laughs> don't get on her You're bad doing side. the right thing. As long as you're doing your job to exceed all expectations, things are going to be fine, and and that's that's what we look for. Because on wedding day, everyone's a different animal. When I'm interviewing a client, I'm thinking, what's going on? Why is she so stressed while she's on the phone right now? And it comes down to things that you won't, they won't open up about m- until months into the process, True. and then you find out, okay, so you're worried about a really personal family dynamic great we got that let us take that off your hands nobody else will yeah you know um the managers that you work with on the day of whatnot they they're there to do a certain job but let us be there for you and sort of protect you well i think you bring up a good point with the managers i mean nathan and i've worked on a property level and as a reminder that just means we worked at a venue or at a hotel 
And, you know, I think that when brides think that they don't need a, a wedding planner, it's because the person at the venue uh, they think that they're going to do more than they're actually going to do. Right. And Paul, you keep calling it the wedding weekend because yep. it is about the entire it weekend. Is. There's stuff from Thursday, Friday, when guests start to arrive yep. in town all the way through Sunday. Absolutely. And the person at the venue isn't going to be there. You know, it, right. that's when your team comes in. That's an excellent point. And you know what? The venue managers, they, they're worth their weight in gold. Absolutely. But what they have to remember is we'll get called a lot of times and they'll say, oh, you know, what? we're at such and such a venue and we don't need a full-time planner because we've already got the, the, the venue booked and we've got a DJ and we've got a photographer. That's five hours out of your whole weekend. Yep. And there's a lot of excellent, excellent venue managers out there, but they have a lot going on that day. And that's in addition to the five hours of your event and managing the food and timing it from back of the house in front of the house and managing load-ins, what happened to the rest of the 200 plus hours that you have to plan to make that weekend perfect? So I think that that's, uh, once we get on the phone and we talk with people, they realize that, but that's an excellent, excellent point. And they, they're managing more than one wedding at a time a lot of times. They have site <laughs> visits during that. You know, we've oh, seen I'm that. sorry. I'm laughing because I'm remembering some of my horrifying weekends yes. as a venue manager. <laughs> I see you sneak out to... <laughs> you know show other couples the space oh and that's the nature of the business and we're there solely for them i thought you were gonna say you saw me sneak out well. to smoke a cigarette but that was so long ago <laughs> oh, people. Please. my mother oh lynn <laughs> mom sorry what up gangsters from pod617.com it's shawshanked the podcast I'm your host, Uncle Buck. Nick Stevens. You want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. Maddie Blake. Come on, do it. Kill me. It's Georgie Kip. This movie has everything. Kiss masks. Lee Trevino. Shawshank. Movies that you get. Shawshanked by. Shawshank. I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshanked. Make sure to check for new episodes of Shawshanked regularly at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. In pod we trust. Uh, no, but but you're absolutely right. I, I, when when you're working with somebody who's at the venue, they're there for you, and they put together all the paperwork, and they walk you through the process, and you know they they do a really great job. But they they get pulled in about sixty five different directions yeah. that you don't you aren't aware of, right. and they're not going to come with you to the site visit with the florist or to sit down with a photographer right. and find out what's important to you. They don't know. That's all a those good point. Things. They'll recommend vendors, but with all due respect, they're recommending the same vendors over and over again because they're working at one venue. Sure. And they're seeing who does a great job, who loads in quickly, who's efficient from their standpoint. They're not looking at, oh, you, I know what you mean. Let me see your Pinterest board. Let me talk to you. What, what's your budget? So they're just, they have they do a wonderful job. But That's true. They're no, there it's... for, you know, those five hours. They're there, their priority is the venue. Um, you know, security concerns, catering concerns, timing oh. concerns. But they're they're completely different. We get asked that every single week. What's the difference yeah. between a wedding coordinator and a venue coordinator? That, oh, and that one. And and truly, I think as somebody who's been both, there is a world of difference. There's a gigantic line in the sand there. I mean, it's 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 truly night and day because you want to talk about feeling. I mean, Bridie, you're you're being pulled into a million different directions with your bridal party, satisfying the needs of your family, family dynamics and budget. But if you're relying solely on the venue coordinator or event manager, or catering sales manager, or whatever the title might be, they're getting pulled in several more directions than sure. you. They, and they probably won't tell you. They actually shouldn't tell you. 
but right. they, you but shouldn't know that. You you're supposed to feel like you are their only client, yeah, and we right. and we get that. It's hard, but there's a lot you don't know that goes on behind the scenes. Whereas if you hire a Paula, then you're looking at somebody who can absorb a lot of that and who can. <laughs> We're dancing Still and waiting I was, for that. Oh my god, I love that. I, I do too. Oh waiting. my god. Oh my god, I just pictured a scene. Do you want me to get on my knees? No. <laughs> not not, not you. Oh my god. Not that there's anything. Oh my god. She's oh. gonna propose to every guest that comes on the I show. Can't? I'll wait. <laughs> I proposed to Danielle a few weeks ago. Yeah, see, I feel uh. Yes. I'll wait. Don't I'll feel you. Don't feel used yeah. though. I love you, I'm baby. Gonna hold out. I swear it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slut. I you well, know. that that's a whole other story from your what happily married what? Huh? What? Mm. <laughs> I think I just want to say. Yeah, baby. I just oh no, I was about to get up on the table, Dave. Come on. There you go. Do it. Um. Woohoo! Sit down, Deb. Awesome. Sit down. Get down. I'm snapping my fingers. Uh oh. I'm dancing. Too bad this isn't a video, people. You're missing out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. I think my underwear just shown. <laughs> I used to wear much nicer underwear. Well, but... you can see it on the Instagram. Feed I know later. on the Instagram. Yeah, it's a podcast. We don't. We're safe. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. Just a few years ago, podcasting was on the fringe of the media world. Now there are more than a half million active podcasts. We're on the verge of an information revolution. Working with Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, allows you and your business to be a part of it. Pod617 can produce your show, Soup to Nuts, with their professional producers, dynamic on-air hosts, and radio quality equipment. They produce my show, and I couldn't be happier. Working with the Boston Podcast Network means becoming part of a community, allowing you to share in our success as you become a part of a professionally marketed platform. Contact Pod 617 to start planning. And in the meantime, listen, learn, and binge. Whether you're into music, sports, comedy, business, or politics, or weddings, you'll find something here for you. Visit pod617.com. And pod we trust, bitches. Nowadays, the brides and the grooms are super overachievers. And they're not sitting around for two years planning their weddings. They're working on their school, their careers, their... A lot of our clients are at least everything every that happens year we after have. your wedding, like the the, the real Life stuff, like perspective parties. Yep. Like so, let's let's and a lot of them buy houses during the process, yeah. and, and they have a lot of other things that are going on in the families. And you're absolutely right. And and you're right. I like that. I I think it's funny that you said that you're hired a lot as a buffer. A lot. <laughs> well, no, but it's true because I um I worked with a bride who told me that I had to keep her away from her own mother. Very common. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. And and she and there was a lot of dynamic where she said, you know, this is my one day where my mother is not going to steal my thunder. And I was yeah. like, whoa, that's fucked up. But okay, that's like, right. no, it's common. You know, I can I can hear that with the sister. You know, right. I can hear that maybe with a brother, but I, that was my first time hearing that with the mother. And then we had to strategically like tell the hotel, uh, wh- like, don't put their rooms too close yeah. together. It's just there's some sadness there. And so what she truly, I think, hired me was to, I felt like I should be wearing like a referee yeah, and like have should. a whistle. You know and I mean? probably like you. <laughs> We've yeah. been handed pictures. We've been, you know, we've been given bios yep. to keep people away from each other. Yeah. And we there's... have that word. 
Paula and I have had that at events where things come up and you don't want to actually go and bother the bride or the groom in the middle of the wedding while they're enjoying their guests and having a good time. So having Paula there, you can actually go to her. Can I just say, I love that. She answers the questions so you don't have to interrupt. Because we work so hard. Liaison. (laughs) We work so hard, especially the last month. We try to remove clients as much as possible and become the main conduit between them and all vendors because no matter what, I still see vendors going up to them every two, three minutes and yep. asking them, and those days are gone. That's it's not the way it's supposed to be. All of these questions and plans should be out beforehand. I agree with that, and 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 taking brides and grooms out of the scenario a month before it's hard, and it's also it's hard for them because it's hard like. They don't know how to let go. They don't. They really don't. Even if well, they, they do, if they trust you, and that's exactly yeah, why we try to exactly. do the majority of full service because the the trust has to come. The trust doesn't come in the first month or two, but by the end, once a client just says, "You know what? I'm, I'm forwarding you everything. I'm done." We yeah. run all. Get we me run out everything of here. by them, but we streamline it. And Paul oh. and I have talked about this. For me, I fell into wedding planning a hundred percent by accident. Me too. I like, I, and I think that's why people. And like I tried us. to get out a few times. <laughs> I try. I was well, like a fucking recruiter because I'm like. <laughs> you and that sucked too but that i have to tell you like they there's there's some sort of fascination with our jobs you know and and i'm getting all fired up i worked with a, a bride whose sister i did a lot of the planning with and, and i only worked with a sister of course because she just planned her wedding <laughs> and she was like i know what i'm doing and i da, 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 da. and it and you know what she was fucking annoying because after a while i'm like no 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 I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I you am the professional. <laughs> and that's what I always say to bride and grooms when they're looking for a planner. I say, hire a professional planner. Because there are a lot out there who have started a website Certainly for $9.99 are. and whatever, <laughs> you know, and they're claiming to be a wedding yeah. planner because they planned their wedding. You're absolutely so, right. And you know what? All the power to them. This was yeah, never my dream. Me neither. I'm, I love what I do. How and- did you guys get into the I um, (laughs) you go you go I long story short I was in corporate communications for 15 20 years and I ended up I had my son and when I had my son I actually worked for a celebrity chef at the time and he did he got involved with Colin Cowie he's a very famous event planner and I did a wedding and I remember it was just so obscenely over the top <laughs> and I was so turned off but then I realized I said it was oh, you know turns what? off it was did I say <laughs> no I had to, I just felt it like really it. was it was it was excessive it was literally people are on the walkie-talkies as they're, they're like brides approaching move the trees oh fuck that. brides, that's it so was, annoying it was honest to god it was awful and they're like okay bride passed move the trees back. copy that 10 for <laughs> niner it, it really was and that's what they think it all is and then I just realized you know what not that I could do it better but I could do it differently and I liked it and I I had this calming ability and oh my God, I wanted so, to I want educate you to like, and empower oh. couples you make the decisions it's your wedding just do it right don't and so you know I don't know how it happened it just was never my it dream morphed. and we've been it morphed it morphed big time well it's your calming like seriously I've told Paula I want her to like rub my hair and tell me everything's <laughs> all right and like tell me a bedtime no. story no but we're but, freaking out in the back it's just that's, no you it's rarely, not our you, job you to get don't, stressed out yeah for but the you client. don't freak out like you are you are like the calmest and all mad. your you get well I get, I get I've it. seen that a few times but her <laughs> <laughs> face is all red no I'm kidding no but but the bride will never see that and you know and I think we all for I fell into this by accident too. I I graduated food science. I went to culinary school to make wedding cakes, yeah. and 
you know, and trust me, like I, I do love to still bake. I just didn't like the pressure and apparently no one likes a talker in the kitchen. Um, not that I talked a lot, but anyway, I couldn't see that. I mess. <laughs> I yeah. You mess up the, no, you mess up the concentration and, and, and that's truly what it's about. Like the pastry kitchen, they don't talk like it's well, fucked up. It's so exact. It's, ex- it's yeah. so, so exact. Yeah. And you want to talk about yeah. some personalities. Holy fuck. Ugh. Anyway. So I had to get out of there. And the closest thing that I could think of was truly like, all right, well, if I'm not going to make the food, how can I be around it? And I knew I liked people. So I knew I had to <laughs> for the <laughs> most part. It was. I was 22. It was a big revelation at the time. I like people. That's Everybody me. likes people. I always say this. Everyone likes people until they have to deal with them. And everyone <laughs> wants to be a wedding planner until they are until one. Until they are one. No, but, but that's 100% right. Like I And I have to tell you, I worked at a property level for a long time. And then I tried to get out. I was. I, I went to a local recruiting company and... You know, I did it for two years, but I, I, I will tell you, it wasn't the right fit for me. I felt like a, uh, I mean, I felt like I had a desk job and, and I, I was, I was like so bored I could cry. It was like not my favorite. And then I kind of tail between my legs, went back to the hotel industry, worked at a few venues, went out on my own. And then here we are. It's and addicting. Once it is addicting. It's, it's, it's addicting, you know? So, I mean, Paula, aside from, you know, listen, I'm not saying let's not give a fresh face, an, a newbie, a chance. But they've hopefully been some sort of apprentice to some great wedding planner who has taught them the ropes. So I, I'm not saying don't hire somebody who's new because that's not right. really fair either. We're saying we were all new. We're, we were all new. Yep. And and I respect that. I know how hard it can be. But I, I feel like when I was new, I had a lot of experience under my belt, but I wasn't running the ship. Right. So now, Paul, I, I want to shift gears like a teeny bit. Like if I'm if I'm a brand new bride and I got the ring on my finger, other than enjoying my engagement for a few weeks and <laughs> like you know we talked about that As a few you weeks should. ago. As After you, you get should. your venue, get the venue, then enjoy it. <laughs> She's like, no, get your get your fucking venue how first. Far, how far in advance, really quick? Really depends, but if as you want to get married in the fall in New England, a year and a half. Sometimes it's you know they're already booked up past through 2020 in the fall right now. Or yeah. just be be realistic. Yeah. Be a little flexible. And Friday, then you don't Sunday. have to. I've planned weddings in five days because they were completely realistic. But if you want a fall wedding at this specific at a farm location in yeah. New England before you get engaged. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Book it now before you even meet the boy. Although, although we kind of oh, yeah. hate those girls. We've had what? those. We've had those. We've had those. And even if you don't hire us, just book the venue. Get it secured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, protect yourself. Book the venue and come to us later. <laughs> but like what advice would you give to like newly engaged outside of enjoying the engagement and getting the venue? I would say and you know to quickly just touch upon what we said earlier with the new with the, the wedding planners dropping into the industry. There's nothing wrong with the one that said, "Oh, it was so fun." I went, "Good. All the power to them." But go learn when <laughs> go learn it. You have to go through the trenches. Yes. So I I would just expect a lot from them um, because we all we all fell down. But what I would say to anyone, and this isn't because I'm a wedding planner, this is from age and experience, have a consultation with one. You don't have to hire one, but have one because you don't know what you don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love Without that. A that doubt. is and with that, we um we are gonna move over to Dave has put together a what went wrong segment for us, which are like my new favorite thing in the whole planet. <laughs> Bring it on, Dave. <laughs> Four days before a Henderson woman's wedding, but the dresses for her bridesmaids have turned into a major problem. 13 Action News reporter Annalise Ortiz explains why the bridal party is now scrambling after an order went terribly wrong. 
I just kind of just dropped the phone. I didn't know what to do. It's a phone call that could turn any bride into a bridezilla. They were supposed to be here, but that didn't happen. She's talking about six bridesmaid dresses ordered through Celebrations Bridal December 28th. The women even paid extra to make sure the dresses arrived in time. Now a nightmare come true. It's not easy to find dresses in multiple sizes for six people, let alone, you know, the same one. The owner of Celebrations Bridal didn't want to talk to us on camera, but he tells us what happened to the dresses was entirely out of his hands. He says the New York-based designer didn't ship the dresses fast enough. They're stuck in China. We shouldn't be worrying about this at this point. We should be doing last minute planning and getting excited and um, be ready to go. She says Celebrations Bridal tried to find them other dresses, but those didn't work out. He gave them a full refund, but they say at this point that is not enough. If it would have been handled where he was having his employees call other bridal shops or having some brought over to his shop and say, hey, come on in, we'll make it work, we would have felt a lot better, but we didn't get that. I don't care if they go in their pajamas, they're still going to look good. <laughs> the women will walk down the aisle. Of the you know, here's here's my, I, I'm going to take this two sides. For the brides, I'd say, first of all, there are a million different places you mm -hmm. can get you can get it. They don't all have to be the same dress. Go for the same color scheme and fight the dude later. Right, like, I agree. Focus on what's important right now. Get the get the, the bridesmaids. Focus on the priority. Right? Get them dressed get and them then dressed. deal with it later. Don't... Hey, red, that looks great. Go yeah. find the, the style that fits your body. Wear the same shoes, whatever, however you yeah. want to pull it in. But, I mean, I I actually don't think that's like the biggest disaster ever. <laughs> like I really I'm don't. sure some girls would. True. I just look at it as there's so many resources out there available totally. right now that that you know, is it a disaster? Yes, a little bit. Does it throw you off so you're not dealing with other things correctly and usually nowadays the bridal parties all over the country, but Yep. You've got a lot more options, and that's when you sort of prioritize and realize like that. what's plan B or C? Yeah. It's like, all right, girls, go to J. Crew, like right, exactly. Banana Republic. Everywhere has them now. Everywhere, everywhere carries everywhere. bridal gown, bri you know, fun, cute dresses. And I'll also say, you know, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. So depending that's how right. the bride came back at the store owner depends how I would react and how much further I'd want to go for you. Like, yeah, Here's I'm, your money back. Get out of my life. I'm you know, yeah, you know, if or if you came and you were freaking out, but you were nice and all of that, then I would go as far as I could to help yeah. you. And then do he'd everything. go to China and exactly. get the dresses from China. Let's, like, get, on yeah, yeah, let's get on the plane. They were in China. I love how they're like, and then the, the, he found out. <laughs> like, how, how did he the, do the, that? The, dun, dun, dun. Like, he couldn't get them ordered on time, but he could track them. Yeah. But he China? could track exactly. them. Hmm. I mean, it, it it all it all seems a little See, bit there's fishy. There's always something to learn from everything. Ask your shop ask, American. Ask your shops if they're going through, exactly shop American. Where? Do not buy gowns that are being shipped from China. But like, where? Yeah, exactly. Where where are your dresses? Are they locally sourced? Are they sourced yeah. in the U.S.? And I mean, I, I, maybe those are some questions that we all should be asking. Um, but on the other side of that, too, in the grand scheme of things and the perspective is you're still going to get married. And like she did say, the girls could get dressed and wear their pajamas. That, yeah, that and then, was kind of her. That was really kind. So, who, I mean, maybe it was just kind of the, the shop dropped the ball. Who knows? But I think it's all how you look at it. You can either choose to let that completely rattle you or you can be like, ah, that's fucked up. All right. What are we going to do about it? Like, true. what's next? Then? You have no yeah. other choice. You have to take it and, <laughs> and learn from something. And no one else it's, knows. It's, it's, what happened? Oh, nobody else knows. Except for the bride and the wedding party. Everyone else that's attending the guest, uh, the wedding. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> I, I don't know what up. you two are doing over there. She's her hand on my leg. Oh, I'm so traumatic. Sorry.
<laughs> and it, the way they presented the it, you would be like, and then the Grimm's mother dropped in. Like, <laughs> like it was a very... Like, well, we've had some stories in the news locally true. about... It, it, situations exactly like that, and I'm not going to name names, but half the rentals didn't show up. But yeah, you know, on about 25 times in a, in a row. Yep. But you know what? You you learn every you use everything as a learning I option, like the way and you, you just you have to. And See what I mean say, with her calming nature? Don't you want her to tell you a bedtime story? <laughs> I just want to say thank you, Paula, for coming in. That was amazing. Thank you, can, you both. Yay! And thank we, you. if you want to hire Paula, and you should. You yeah, should go yeah. to MoreroEvents.com. She is a rock star. And also, uh, if you want to find our podcast, the Boston Podcast Network or pod617.com, bitchlessbride.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Write in questions for us. We'll, we'll talk them out, baby. And then, you know, I sell T-shirts that say Ditch the Bitch. And I can't tell you how many people comment about it. I'm just, you know, I got to be a little bit of a whore because I have a microphone in front of me. I love being a whore. But anyway, it, thank you. It fits you. Stay bitchless. <laughs> <laughs>